Christians and six Christians. Which are you? You can't be a neutral one. Either you're healthy, you're growing, you're nurturing your soul in the word, or you're sick. Do you know what most people in the churches I've pastored for 40 years, they have no appetite. I mean, they can't even find their Bible. They can't remember the last time they read their Bible. And when they did, they didn't understand it or even like it. It feels like a lead weight. It's just cold and boring and uh, they're sick. Okay? There are only two kinds of Christians, healthy and sick. So how do you get healthy? This is just a quick overview. This is basic Christianity. I call it the Calvary Road to Holy Living. It's only when we're prompted by love. A lot of people try and crank up, you know. I'm going to read more. I'm going to memorize more. I'm going to go out and share the gospel more. I'm going to try harder. I'm going on a missions trip. It's just doing more stuff. You know what Jesus said? John 14, 21. There's another one of those bucket verses. This is a very good verse. You know what it says? He that hath my commandments and keepeth them. Jesus is talking. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him, and we will reveal ourselves to him. Oh, what a verse. You know what that verse says? If I am prompted by love and want to know what God says, then God is going to go on an all-out effort to show more and more of himself to me. It's very individualized. The individual that has my commandments, the word of God, and keeps them. The word keep is treasures them. Did you know everywhere I go, I carry my Bible? I know I've got, you know, all 7,000 of my Logos resources on my phone. I have all the versions of the Bible. Every study Bible, it's all on here. But I don't know when the battery's going to run out. I need the word of God to live. Do you have his commandments and do you treasure them? And is God revealing himself to you? That's the first step. The second step is we have to be trained by grace. Do you know what Titus 2.11 says? By the way, I'm giving you my favorite verses in the whole Bible. This is the second one. This is what it says. The grace of God that brought you salvation has appeared to all men teaching us to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts and to live soberly righteously and godly in this present world, looking for the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Did you catch what it says? The grace that brought us salvation teaches us to deny ungodliness. Saving faith is life-changing faith. If Jesus has saved you by his grace, that same grace teaches us to say no to sin. Not completely, not perfectly, not endlessly. We are never perfect this side of heaven. We're all, we all should be the worst sinner we know. I don't know why you do what you do. I know why I do what I do. I know how much of the Bible I know. I know how much I, uh, you know, comfortably forget about at appropriate times. So I know how much of a sinner I am, but the grace of God that saved me is teaching me to say no to sin. Do you experience the grace of God teaching you to say no to sin. In other words, is there a decreasing frequency of sin in your life and an increasing frequency of responding to God? My question is, has he done that to you? 
Has he changed you from the inside out? Has he washed, renewed, regenerated? Has he changed your heart? That's the Calvary road to holy living. It has to be practiced daily. That's what Ephesians 4 says. I'm not teaching Ephesians, but Ephesians 4, 22, 23, 24 has the secret of the Christian life. Put off concerning the old man. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Put on the new man which is created in righteousness in Christ Jesus. That's what we're supposed to be every day. That's what God wants. That's what he's doing. Some of us need to make sacred vows. Do you know what David said? Do you know why David is called the man after God's own heart? It's in Psalm 101. Let me get there, and I'm going to read it to you. David says in Psalm 101, this is his explanation of why he was such a servant of the Lord. And 101, verse 3, he said, I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. I hate the works of those who fall away, it shall not cling to me. He made a sacred vow. There are a lot of them. I only read that one in the 101st Psalm. David wrote psalms from every period of his life. This is from his youth. David decided he would not set wicked things before his eyes. He decided that he would not let that cling to him. And he wanted with all of his heart to love and serve and follow God. Sometimes we have to do what I already told you about, clear out the bad files, Hebrews 9.14. I told you, I read that verse to you, I quoted it to you. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience? He wants to clean out the old files so that we can reclaim boldness. Hebrews 10.22. Let us draw near to God in full assurance of faith. Now, can you do that this morning? You're Bible college students. Now, Acts 17 says God is just an arm's length away from every one of us here. Some of you, I am not sure you're connected to God. But you know what? The Lord, your entire life, has been hanging around within an arm's length. All he wants you to do is reach out in faith to him. Just say, Lord, and by the way, I, I read the, the Bible through once, looking at every salvation example. Jesus never led anybody to the Lord the same way twice. So you don't have to say any exact words. It's not a formula. It's the cry of a heart saying, I am lost, I'm a sinner, I can't save myself. Save me. In fact, that's what David said. Save me. Save me. That's what, how Luther got saved. Martin Luther, laying on the ground in his monastic cell with his face on the cold stone, and he said, I am yours, Lord, save me. Wow. That's not even in a gospel track anywhere. And he changed the world. The Calvary Road to holy living reclaims boldness, renews our consecration. We present our members as servants to God.